The following is a listener-supported ministry from the Grace Evangelical Society. Romans 12, 1 and 2 are some of the most popular and helpful verses in the Bible when it comes to practical Christian living. Today, a look at Romans 12, 2 and words like conformed, transformed, and renewing the mind. Hope you'll stay tuned for this discussion on this podcast and broadcast ministry called Grace in Focus, coming to you from the Grace Evangelical Society in North Texas. We're so delighted that you are joining us today. And if you want to find out more about us, look us up at faithalone.org. I also want to mention our online seminary where we offer an MDiv degree. Registration for the spring semester is happening now, and you can find out more at gesseminary.org. Now for our discussion today, here are Catherine Wright and Ken Yates. And we're here in South Carolina, and i got to tell you, Catherine. Uh Uh-huh, tell me. I can never think of Romans chapter 12, verse 2, without thinking of Tony Evans. Tony Evans, yeah. Tony Evans, Mm -hmm. because years ago, I don't remember when it was. It was probably around 2018, maybe, 17. Oh, really? Somewhere in there, yeah. Oh, wow, I thought it was even earlier than that. But anyway. Maybe. He gave a great illustration of this verse that, you know how, like when you hear illustration and Mm -hmm. you remember it, it just sticks in your brain. I just remember this because I'm a big fan of the Beverly Hillbillies. And for those people who are my age, you remember the show. I remember the show. There you go. And it's it's on reruns. (laughs) And he used this. For those of you who don't know, the Beverly Hillbillies is a show about a family who grew up in Tennessee. Sure. They were hillbillies, mm-hmm. obviously, living in a little cabin. Old Mountaineer. With old Mountaineer barely kept, kept his family, family fed. fed. That's right. And he strikes it rich on oil. And he moves to Beverly Hills, and he brings his family. But they have the mindset of hillbillies. So they're living in this multi-million yeah. dollar house. With a swimming pool. With a swimming pool. And mm-hmm. they call it the cement pond. And they fish <laughs> in it. They go golfing and they think it's shooting uh, golf because the little uh, right. balls go in the hole and they think it's a nest. And, and they, they still eat like possums. possums and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and so they have the mindset of hillbillies. It was, who, a, it was a comedy show. It was a comedy so show. So it was like a, that was kind of the bit, right? That was the whole right. the juxtaposition between these this family that just still was living in the mindset of the mountains while living in the hills of Beverly, you know, the Beverly, Beverly Hills. Yeah. And, and they were multi, multi, multi millionaires, right. but it's like they didn't even realize it. And we go into all that because when Paul here in Romans 12, two, well, I'll just read the verse. Paul says, do not be conformed to this age but be transformed by the renovation of your understanding. Now I'm reading Zane's. uh, I was about to say, that was a translation. Let me read it. My This is the the new King James. Okay. You read the new King James. And it says, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Tony Evans's point in this illustration, and again, it's just an outstanding one, that we see in the Beverly Hillbillies somebody who was not transformed or a family that was not transformed. They still lived with the mindset of who they were, even though they had been given all of these riches. Mm-hmm. And as believers, we can do the same thing. That's exact. We do do that all the time. Yes, we've been given all these wonderful things from God. 
but we cannot live like that. Mm-hmm. We cannot understand who we are. We cannot understand the riches that we have, for example, and we can still live like we were before we became believers. Mm-hmm. We can still live according to the flesh, if yeah. you will. And once again, we see that it is not automatic. And it also, in this verse, this talks about a transformation that is to take place. It's a process. It is a process. That's exactly right. You know, even if you, with the Beverly Hillbillies, even if they were transformed, it would have taken time. Mm-hmm. It would have taken a process for them to say, oh, wait a second, we don't fish in that place with the water behind our house. That's a place where we just go swimming. And so... We don't have to eat possums. We can eat... That's right. Steaks. <laughs> That's yeah. right. And Grandy doesn't have to cook it all. We can hire someone. We can hire someone or go to yeah. a restaurant or, or whatever right. the case may be. So, And just the tragedy of how many believers still live with the mindset that they don't have these riches. That's the tragedy. Right. In Christ, not only do we have eternal life, but we have unbelievable wealth, unbelievable power let's just say it, unbelievable riches at mm-hmm. our disposal that he lives within us. But we we still operate with the, the mind that we had before. Let me also piggyback on what you just said earlier about it's not automatic. What we often hear in Christendom today, especially within the Calvinistic thinking or lordship salvation, which is that, well, once you're saved, you're a new creation and all things have, are made new and It's like this automatic mentality that once you're saved, your mind will just be overnight transformed. And what we're arguing is that, and what Paul is arguing is, no, this is a process and it's not automatic. And we have to choose going back to verse one, he beseeches them to present themselves as living sacrifices. And so unlike what I think we often hear in the church today, what we see biblically is that following the Lord, leading a life that is acceptable to God, verse one, that this is a process and we can still act like hillbillies if we're not careful. <laughs> we can act like the Beverly Hillbillies. That's exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> so let's look at this verse and see what Paul has to say. By the way, you mentioned the previous verse that we did in our previous podcast, and I argued that Zane is right, that this living sacrifice is talking about considering our bodies dead to sin, Mm -hmm. but alive through the power of the Spirit. Well, that's the mindset that he's going to talk about here in verse 2. Remember, in Romans 8, Paul talked about the mind set on the Spirit. Mm -hmm. And here he talks about be renewed In your mind, it is something that the Spirit accomplishes in us. So I think this is another argument that Paul is connecting what he's talked about earlier in the book of Romans. I also think of chapter 1, that when we suppress the truth, now I know he's speaking about unbelievers, you know, mankind generally in chapter 1, that when we suppress the truth, that the mind becomes depraved. Well, that's true for the believer as well, in the sense that if, well, if I'm not transforming my mind by going to the scripture, going to the spirit, then I can also experience the darkening of my mind, Mm -hmm. however you want to word that. And so we also as believers can experience that consequence. Sure. Now, notice what he says here. Do not be conformed to this world. Now, I think most people would just jump at this and say, okay, he's talking about 
you know, don't rob and don't steal and don't commit adultery and don't look at pornography and don't kill people. And well, obviously that would be included, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to suggest that Paul has even something else in mind here about living according to the flesh. The world lives according to the flesh. And by the way, we can do that as believers, obviously. And in Romans, living according to the flesh is doing in my own power. That's the mindset of the world. When Paul says the mindset on the flesh, there he's talking about legalism, you know, living by the law, thinking that you're going to produce uh, life in your own power. It's almost like when atheists argue that they can still live moral lives. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like, well, who's producing that morality? Where's that coming from? And then it kind of devolves from there. And it's like, well, that's the wisdom of the world. Yeah. But Paul here, when he says here in verse two, do not be conformed to this world. I think that's what he primarily has in mind. It is a life that I live in my own power. Mm -hmm. That's the way the world thinks. Yep. But instead, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And I think Paul has to have in mind the mindset upon the spirit. Mm -hmm. These are some of the riches that we have been given in Christ and to go back to our analogy of the Beverly Hillbillies, I can choose not to take advantage of that. Yeah. Uh, I can choose to live according to the world, to live according to the mindset of the world, which would include living according to my own flesh in my own power. Living legalistically. That's right. And by the way, you mentioned you have a note in your Bible about 2 Corinthians 3.18, mm-hmm. which was also written by Paul. In our English translations, it uses the same root word. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So 2 Corinthians 3.18, Paul writes, But we all, so speaking to believers again, with unveiled face, beholding as a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. Just as by the Spirit. Yeah. Isn't that incredible? Mm-hmm. And so in 2 Corinthians 3.18, Paul says, we can be transformed by the Spirit to where we become more and more like Christ. Right, the glory to glory. It's a step-by-step <laughs> thing. That is exactly what Paul has argued in Romans 5-8, through that yeah. we become more like him. And by the way, I would add, through suffering, because yeah. that's what he did. And that's what Paul says in Romans 8 as well. Exactly. Zane Hodges has a book. Six Secrets of the Christian Life. It's a very short book, but man, oh man, is it not full of just incredible teaching. And he references that verse as well in kind of a simplified version of what we're trying to do here, I guess, with Romans and talking about how it's not through our own power, but through the power of the Spirit and as we're being transformed into his likeness. And so what Paul is saying in these first two verses is that as we present our bodies as a living sacrifice, we consider our bodies dead to the power of sin, but alive through the Spirit, this is acceptable to God, and God uses the Spirit to transform us into the image of his Son, and we become more like him. And Paul says, this is our rational service. This is our reasonable thing to do in light of all that he has done. And then he adds at the end of verse two, that if we do that, we will prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Seems to me that what Paul means by that, and there's some 
interpretive issues there is what he's saying is that when you live your life that way through the power of the Spirit, being transformed into the image of Christ, through the power of the Spirit, that what you do is you demonstrate the wisdom and the riches and the benefits of such a life. It becomes evident. It shines through. And you demonstrate what is good and acceptable and what is the will of God. It is the will of God that we walk according to His Spirit and we demonstrate to the people who see us as we experience this abundant life. And until next time, keep Keep grace grace in in focus. Would you like to deepen your understanding of Scripture and the Christian life? Well, a great place to start is our website. It's faithalone.org. That's faithalone.org. We've got all kinds of free materials on the site available for you. One of those which is extremely popular is our magazine, Grace in Focus. It comes out six times a year. It's full color, easy to read, and people are really growing who read it. So stop by and get a free subscription at faithalone.org. We would like to thank all of our financial partners who help us keep this show going. All gifts are tax deductible and very much appreciated. If you'd like to find out how you can be a financial partner, visit us at faithalone.org. On the next episode of Grace in Focus, Romans 12, 3-8, and a discussion about spiritual gifts. I hope you'll join us, and until then, let's keep grace in focus. The proceeding has been a listener-supported ministry from the Grace Evangelical Society.